0: Hello, and you are very welcome to Dan and Dara and Double South FM. I am Dara McNicholas, and tonight I am joined by, oh, it's a dynamic duo again. It's Kellyanne Evans and Rossanne Evans. I've just renamed Ross, actually, yeah, yeah, from from the amazing podcast that is uh, what we saw from the cheap seats. Hello, Hello.
1: Dara. We need to stop meeting like this.
0: Yeah, pretty much, actually. Well, you know, uh, it's great to have you.
2: Yeah, it's great. It's
1: great to, great be, to be here. here. Yeah. You
0: know, Kelly, just get that mic a little bit closer to your face. Yeah. there yeah, move the mic. You know, it's oh, fine. Okay. You, don't, you don't have to shuffle. Oh, perfect. Yeah, that's better. That better.
2: Yeah. Great.
0: Yeah, that's lovely. Now we can all hear you. Brilliant. Everybody can hear you. Yeah, super. How are we, guys? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're
2: good. Not too bad. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Hot on the heels from your success of last week. Yeah. Oh yeah. You're back again.
2: Taking over. Yeah. yeah. Slowly. Oh well, that's
0: fine. I, I'm I, like I'm I am clearly okay with that. <laughs> I, I I honestly don't have a problem with it. Great. Uh, yeah. So. I am actually going to hand over the show to you later on. Okay. okay. Uh, and let you have a rip at it. Brilliant.
2: Yeah, uh, sounds good. I
0: think that's going to be interesting and kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. Um,
2: yeah. That's kind of what our podcast is, basically. Yeah. Interesting and kind of funny. Yeah. That's what we aim
1: for, I think. Yeah.
0: Our,
1: if we can be one of those things, we've done a good job. Yeah. I feel.
0: Right. Well, we, we, we'll, well, we'll certainly have to take that. So. <laughs> Uh, big thanks there to uh, Mike Purcell there for Mike at the Mike for the last hour. Um, we are live here at South FM on the fifth floor, if you don't mind, at the Dundrum Town Centre on uh, 93.9 FM and all over the world on the internet. Internet's only brilliant, it's fantastic. It's the best thing since the last best thing we ever had. Um, so I'm going to be having a chat with Neve Dunphy shortly uh, on gigability. She's been uber busy. Um, she's going to tell us all about that But you guys are going to be talking about um, Disney We didn't get to talk about last week And D23 Yeah,
3: yep.
0: uh, I'm intrigued and I'm going to be listening um, <laughs> And not interrupting Which is great <laughs> uh, And you will actually be telling us what you saw from the cheap seats
2: We will, yes, we will. Yeah, yeah we have two reviews coming up later We'll see how they run and bodies, bodies, bodies
0: Both who donuts. Yep. So we might find out who did it Are you going to tell on. us who did it?
2: Um, No, that will go against our nature Dar. You know we're a spoiler-free podcast Yeah, but I gotta
0: ask You know, if I don't ask, it's... (sighs) Yeah Yeah, well, you know
2: Well, you know, you can find out out later Maybe Yeah Maybe we'll tell you, maybe not
0: Oh, I'll have to stay tuned, is that what you're telling me?
2: Yeah,
0: Uh, that's (laughs) yeah Oh, man, you guys are professionals I absolutely (laughs) love it Uh,
1: We've got a code and we stick to it Yep Yeah, no spoilers Yeah, yeah I think so
2: I think so, too Okay, uh, well, that's fine (laughs) I'd
1: Like uh, Omar and The Wire. You know, a man's got to have a code. A man's got
0: a code. <laughs> a man's got a code. I'm going to dial leave here live onto air. Uh, busy week.
3: Busy, busy, busy. Very unexpected busy week of gigs. So, first I headed to see Ryan Sheridan in, in a wheel. Very random and gig given to me by uh, David Wilkinson.
0: That's That's got to be one of your your absolute favourite uh, spots, isn't it? Uh, Wheeling, yeah. At, th- at this stage, yeah.
3: Yeah. Mostly you like I keep ramming the end, ending up there, kicking the road to me, yeah. But I don't know, like to begin with. But now it's, it is slowly becoming my favourite venue and you'll you understand why yourself because they put the wheelchairs right at the front of the stage. So like you're nearly sitting on top of the stage with... Like with the artists' organisations, it's very accessible and very fun Brilliant. Like we're integrated properly into crowds, for once, which, as I always say, only happens in a particular venues.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, it's 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 the constant bugbear, I suppose, of of uh, people with disabilities and and where they end up. It's sort of like oh, off down the back, down there, where we can't see you and you can't make a mess of the place. You're a fire it's hazard. Kind
3: of a bit like a pick and mix, depending where you go, because like sometimes like that, it sometimes like that it would be really good or like man we went tonight and shot with Sam right before, or it could be somewhere somewhere like Trey Arena or the, or the Olympia where you either are down the back of the platform so just look at Rory
0: disability pick and mix that's that's good
3: it's, it's the first to pick out head I'm sorry
0: yeah okay I've, that's fine Niamh. There's there's people in wheelchairs all over the place now kind of sharpening their knives and lighting their torches and getting their pitchforks out and they're going ah let's go get her well, I'm not picking mix. Well,
3: apologies
0: for that. Right, listen. Let's get down to let's get down to the the, the review of what was going on. Yep.
3: Yeah. So we we Ryan Sheridan, He's an artist that I followed, God, probably since easily at they again. I've heard one of his tracks. I like an introducing um song on FM on FM 104, and I've been hooked on him for years. But I've only ever seen him as like supports lots for other people so it was amazing to see how he holds the crowd himself it was it was most energized i've ever seen a wheel card in my life that's say genuine okay so the relationship that he has with his, with his drummer um with his drummer with his drummer and it's like it's really special they really just the bounce off it they bounce off it really well that like it kind of like Brings the, brings the energy out brings the energy out off the crowd if you get me
0: yeah
3: so like it's clearly radiating off the stage onto the audience which is very is very rare and it's very difficult for people to do on smaller venues
0: right do you
3: get what I mean yeah yeah like it's, like it's hard to like hold a, like hold the crowd that well unless you're like a really, really like really really big artist so I was I was really impressed with the amount, amount of energy that you got do. To be honest you, like, looked, looked out breath perhaps because he was, like, like enjoying himself that much of a stage. Okay. I tell you he was really happy to be here, you know?
0: <laughs> Happy or just lucky?
3: Yeah, literally. But, yeah, now, as I said, we in the slowly become, we have venues, as always, the staff are lovely. We got, we got let in, um, we got let in early as well, so we were able to, like, that the wheelchairs, put the phones in without there, without there being too much of uh, too much of a commotion trying to get through people and stuff like that. Right. So, so they're ver- they're very accommodating to wheelchairs, but again, as I said before, n- no changing place to toilet. Cause it's a standard wheelchair toilet, so it's a it's struggle for people with those kind of complex needs.
0: Yeah. Did Did you have like a big press pass hanging on you?
3: No, I kind of... I feel like we need to make one for when like, I go and do these things, though, because it's starting to get that way now.
0: Yeah, I don't see why not. Right, leave it with me and I'll see what I can come up with.
3: Actually, yeah, I will leave that with yeah. Stuff like that.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Like, I mean, yeah, it's not like I've got nothing else to do. I
3: mean, there's to do, but like... Yeah. They are tired,
0: of Can Yeah. So what else was going on? Because I know you've been dead busy. So, after
3: that, the next day I had Emma Langford, who... You know, Daryl, I had as a guest on our news podcast.
0: Yep.
3: So, the minute I happened to mention that I missed, that I knew where the venue in Dublin that she was in was, and that I wanted to come and give it a radio review, she kindly offered me a press pass. So, big thank you to Emma for that. Brilliant. So she was supported, but she was supported by two young Irish females called. Uh, Nath Kane and Saiz Kane. same surname, sort no of name in our relationship, funnily enough. Uh, so, south Kane I, believe, I was I really, really impressed with her. She, was, she was she was only fourteen but her, her quality and her style of songwriting and her voice genuine made me think she she was at least like twenty. Right.
0: Like
3: she didn't like, she didn't even look forty so this was what we call me after. Wow. And, inter- and interestingly enough, Nave and Slyves got up and did a uh, cover during your, uh, your Nave's set of Why I Like This round, which people will know from Heartstopper. Ah,
0: uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
3: And the two of them hadn't performed together before, prior to that, I don't think. Really I'll, try, I'll try any videos that I've got from um, that night in Instagram sorry, because I purposely recorded a lot because Emily accommodated us by making sure there was a table right in front of the stage so that I could get a really good view and it was successful from the chair.
0: Oh Lord, you're going to become the scourge of the music industry you are. Oh, here comes Bloody Neve, right? Clear a path, here she comes.
3: Although one thing, one thing I will say for people access me is that ever do go into Orisco. Um I had to go in the back door. Servants entrance. Way, that's the way that's the way the wheel, that's the way the wheelchair access because the front door is a step, I think.
0: Ah, okay.
3: Right on the I couldn't really see it, it was a little bit dark when I was going in.
0: Right. That's that's kind of interesting actually in this day and age, but anyway, I know we've we've often discussed buildings in their access
3: yeah because I, I had to ring um emma's booking manager to get him to open the door for me
0: brilliant Ah, well, at least you got in i suppose i mean that, that's that's half
3: of and as i said we were, we were very well accommodated as well i can't i can't complain and emma, emma herself is fantastic as well there was a there's a real there was a really nice mixture of like irish kind of traddy sort of folk songs and it's still, Kind of stuff where she was singing and then, like half, half English, half Irish, and, and full Irish, full English. Kind of it, That's it. it Irish Cornham was, right, was the right session, was the right spot for that kind of a thing because if there were if it was, people that now Cornham cornmeal now are generally of like trad and uh, traditional sessions. Going. So this is, like a nice mixture to do.
0: Very good. Okay. So, have so you, you got else coming up soon? Uh,
3: next week. Next Monday I'm going to see AJR with Nate and Matt. Lovely. And then the, the Thursday after that I'm going to see George Ezra. fight is over from England and we're going to spend about four days. I'm going to be acting as a tour guide for four days so I'll tell you what happened there.
0: Oh and I'm, sure we, I'm sure we'll see it on the news anyway. You, you know two people in wheelchairs being arrested and stuff like that. <laughs> I just got... <can't. laughs> Oh, oh God, boy, it's, it's gonna be so stuff. much fun. Now listen, music wise uh, Neve, I wasn't able to get the song that you uh wanted, but we have one that you had given me previously. Uh That's so
3: awesome
0: her, isn't it? Yeah it is. Uh I, I was listening to this afternoon. Great song. Yeah, she's great and believe it or not, she's only like
3: sixteen. And the like the voice that she's got
0: is immaculate for sixteen. Fantastic. Neve, we'll it's, talk to you next week. Yeah. Lovely. And here we have here uh with porcelain. You must you are indeed listening to Dan and Dublin Soul FM. I am Darren Nicholas, and of course I still have here uh, locked up. I mean, sorry. Uh, in the studio with me I have uh, Neve. <laughs> no, I don't have Neve. I've got, I've got Kellyanne. Uh, yeah, I know, yeah. I've got <laughs> Kellyanne and Ross. I just, lad, I, you know, uh, what did yeah, I wouldn't even tell you what the kind of day I've had. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's been a long week and it's only one day. Yeah, I know, yeah. One it's of just, those it's, weeks. It started early, I can tell you. Uh, very early today. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm just going to hand it over to you guys. Um, okay. You know, it's going to be all yours for the next kind of 38 odd minutes or so. I'm just going to man the desk here and, you know, and uh, just, you know, uh, not making stones of it.
2: Lovely. Yeah.
1: Hello and welcome to what we saw from the cheap seats—the podcast that has taken over Dublin South FM for the rest of the hour. My name is Ross, and joining me today, as always, she joins me when it's pre-recorded. She joins me when it's live. Hello, Kelly. How are you doing?
2: Hi, Ross. I'm good. How are you? I'm. Uh, I'm all
1: right. We've got a lot to get through today. Got a lot of news. Yep. In a big week.
2: Big week. Uh, um. We're we're going to start with. Uh, Disney Plus Day and D23. Now, D23 took place on the 9th to the 11th of September, but we didn't get to go through it last week, so we're going to go through it this week. Ross, yeah. what have we got lined up from D23?
1: Well, the way we're going to do it, because the way I see it, it kind of breaks into three main categories. Yeah. So we're going to go the Star Wars stuff that was announced, the Marvel projects that were mm-hmm. announced, and the Disney projects that were announced. Yeah. The like Disney on brand. It makes them sound like a supermarket.
2: I guess it kind of is now though cuz yeah. they do own a lot of the, we're we're it's like a you know I was going to say like a Musgraves. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so <we'll, laughs> we're going to start with Marvel. Um no we're not. Uh, we're going to start with Star Wars.
1: Yeah, so there's kind of two main Star Wars projects that are announced, The Mandalorian and Andor. Yeah. Um would you like to... Because I feel like you have quite a bit to say about both of these. You're pretty much the biggest Mandalorian fan I know. <laughs> do we, do we want to start by talking about the trailer for season three? Maybe?
2: Season three trailer finally dropped. Oh, yeah. Um. Now, there was... The release date was at February 2023. Now they've taken it off and they're just saying streaming 2023. So I'm not exactly sure when it's going to come out. But it looks... It's going to sound kind of silly... But it looks very Mandalorian heavy, as in it focuses a lot more on uh, the Mandalorian covert than just the single Mandalorian that's normally uh, in the show. So it looks fantastic. I'm very excited for it. Um, There's literally nothing else on it other than it looks very... It looks a lot darker than the other ones. It's very much focusing on the relationship between the child and the Mandalorian and also the Mandalorian and... Uh, relationship between him and his creed so hopefully we get more news on that soon and then we'll get a release date fingers crossed so we do have a release date for the first three episodes of Andor which is a 24 episode spy thriller it's going to span over two seasons so the first season is going to be 12 episodes and then the second season is going to be 12 episodes first three are going to come out on Wednesday this Wednesday, September 21st they're going to drop on Disney Plus this is going to take place five years before Rogue One, a Star Wars story, and it looks very dark. It's going to focus... Oh, What's it? Cassian Andor?
1: Yeah, I yeah. think so. It's been a while since I've seen Rogue One, but played by Diego Luna. and anyway. Yeah.
2: Going to focus on him, and it looks very dark, kind of political. Hmm. Pretty excited for it. What Marvel projects have we got? We're going into the well, second supermarket now, Ross. It's the Marvel time. <laughs>
1: Popping into Marvel next door. Um, <laughs> let's uh, let's fill our basket because there's quite a lot of stuff. Um, I'm going to run through all of these quite quickly, describe them kind of brief, and then if any of them stand out, you can just, you know, say. Yeah. So we have got Thunderbolts, which is kind of Marvel's, seems to be Marvel's answer to The Suicide Squad that came yeah. out last year. Uh, Werewolf by Night, which I'm very interested in. Kind of looks like a horror short film. Directed by, first film by Michael Giacchino, who is a composer, has composed the scores for a lot oh. of the Marvel films, and a lot of the Pixar films as well, but he's never made a film before, so this is going to be interesting. Uh, the second season of Loki, yep. which is first season was very good, so mind that on.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, we've got Secret Wars, which is a TV adaptation of the epic, kind of, slightly controversial, not everyone likes it, uh, storyline of comics. Okay. Um, we've got Armor Wars, which I don't know an awful lot about.
2: There's um, no Don Cheadle's in it. That's
1: it. Yeah, I, th- I think that's going to concern the Iron Man end of the universe. Uh, Black Panther Two: Wakanda Forever,
2: yeah,
1: which is set to come out this November, and Daredevil: Born Again, the surprising but very very welcome return to the Netflix three season. Daredevil. Yeah. So where, where do you want to start? Anything there? Jump out with you.
2: Well, why don't we start with uh, Thunderbolts because mm. this is interesting, right? So the Suicide Squad and Suicide Squad were both um, based off of villains teaming up. That's the whole DC thing is that they're villains. But the characters that they're using for the Marvel version of this aren't villains. No. So this would be interesting. Some of them are kind of anti-hero-esque.
1: Yeah, and even well. the ones who are kind of more villainous Uh, You know, I'm thinking uh, Hannah John Carman's character, Ghost, coming back from Ant-Man and the Wasp. Like, she was kind of redeemed. Yeah. You know, so they're not... um, Yeah, as you say, like, it's not strictly a villainous team. One thing that I do find kind of interesting is this seems to be Marvel's very deliberate answer to The Suicide Squad, Mm -hmm. which, you know, is kind of a soft reboot of the 2016 Suicide Squad, which was DC's answer to Guardians of the Galaxy. (laughs) So this is a very weird kind of byproduct of you know, this kind of like, the two big franchises almost in conversation with each other.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, I don't know what this is going to look like given the characters involved, as you say. It, it could really go anyway. I'm very excited to see David Harbour's Red Guardian coming back.
2: Oh yeah, he was great. Uh, it's
1: easily the best part of Black Widow. Yeah. Although the other best part of Black Widow is Florence Pugh and she's, she's got to come back yeah. as Yelena. Very exciting stuff. Yeah. So that's that's good. That's interesting. The other one that's kind of standing out to me a bit is the second season of Loki. Yeah. Uh, out of all the Marvel shows we've gotten so far, that's probably been my favourite. Okay. Um, and there's been a very exciting piece of casting news for that. Yes, there has. Which is that k Wee Quan, star of this year's Everything Everywhere all at Once, the kind of Multiverse action comedy science fiction extravaganza from earlier this year. He is going to be in it. He was amazing in that. And uh, yeah, very excited. Are you
2: looking forward to it? I am. I am looking forward to it. I really enjoyed Loki season two and I really enjoyed... uh,
1: Loki season two? It's not out yet, do you? Know something we or don't? did
2: I say I'm really? Lo- I read it as I was talking. I'm really looking forward to Loki season two because I really enjoyed Loki. Great live radio is fantastic. Yeah. Um. We have, <laughs> then we have the oh. next one that I am excited for. Um, I'm skipping a bit, but we can go back if you want. I'm really excited for Daredevil: Born Again.
1: Yes. No. 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 I'm interested in this too. Yeah. Um, a corner of the universe I don't think people thought we'd see again.
2: No, well, see, it's interesting because Daredevil was part of the Marvel Netflix TV universe, mm. which was a weird sort of dark part of the of the Marvel television universe that we never really explored that well, but it actually referenced a lot of what was going on in the normal MCU. Um, and Daredevil, all of these shows got cancelled, right? And then they got taken off Netflix and now they've been moved on to Disney Plus and I kind of thought they were just going to be left... Not to die, but just left alone. Yeah. And now it'll be interesting because they're bringing back the two originals, such as Vincent D'Onofrio, who was playing Wilson Fisk, and Charlie Cox playing Matt Murdock yes. aka Daredevil.
1: Very exciting.
2: They've been weaving him into the MCU slowly within the a couple of like films and TV shows. So it'll be mm. interesting now to see. If it's if it's as good or if it's better or worse yeah. or what?
1: Well, I'd, I'd be interested because I know that like um, the Marvel Netflix series were for the most part hard eighteen rating. Yeah, you wonder if they're going to keep that up coming onto Disney Plus.
2: Yeah, I actually don't know. It, it, yeah, it, it would be interesting because of the fact that it other kind of TV universe stuff was obviously the, the rating was higher and they, they had more leeway of, like, violence and all that kind of stuff. Censorship wasn't as strong. So, yeah, it would be kind of interesting whether they keep that or whether they drop it down a bit for, for uh, Disney+. Plus.
1: Speaking of violence and hard content, should we talk about some of the stuff that Disney announced?
2: <laughs> sure.
1: <laughs> Including the hard-edged and gritty new Muppet series, which I'm very excited here. about. <laughs> and no, so I think this has got to follow the band, The Electric Teeth,
3: uh, it's it's
1: not. I'm getting a look from Dara here. It's not going to be violent and gritty. Um, uh, hopefully, it's classic Muppet action. But there is yeah. a lot of Disney Disney's kind of in-house stuff, yeah. including the long-awaited sequel to Enchanted coming this November, entitled Disenchanted. Disenchanted. Which I'm Very excited about. Me too. Because I really do like that original film. There is Indiana Jones Five is finally yes. coming. I'm very, very excited about that. Raiders of the Lost Strike is the greatest film ever made and I will take uh, I will take challengers in that, but you know I'm right. Um there's also <laughs> there's also um the first look at the Little Mermaid remake, which has caused a bit of a stir online. Um I think this looks decent.
2: Oh, I was actually gonna say I've seen really sweet videos online of young because um Little Mermaid is um Oh, what's her name? Is it Chloe? Ha-
1: Hallie Bailey? I Hallie think it's Hallie Bailey, Bailey yeah. yeah.
2: I knew it was one of them. I always get mixed the, up.
1: A uh, duo, Hallie yeah. and Bailey, the pop
2: yeah, sensation. Yeah, Chloe and um, is it? Did I say Hallie and Chloe? No, you said Holly and Bailey. Hallie and Bailey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Told you, live, live radio is great. Uh, so, <laughs> like anyway, it. um is She's a woman of colour. And there, I've seen loads of videos of little little kids of colour who were so excited to see the trailer because they well, they were just so excited to see her.
1: That's the stuff that matters, right? Yeah. The reactions. You're seeing also a lot of um, grown men getting really angry about this for some reason. <laughs> Presumably they have nothing better to do.
2: Yep.
1: Um, anyway, <laughs> um, what else? We got a few other things. There has been a bit of information about Willow, which is the new series based on the 80s fantasy film with Warwick Davis. (laughs) This looks pretty good. This looks pretty cool. Um, There's also one thing I find quite interesting is Mufasa.
2: Oh, yeah. Which is
1: going to be a film all about the character from The Lion King. The last time I heard about this, this was being made by Barry Jenkins. (laughs)
2: Okay.
1: A director of Moonlight, If Beale Street Could Talk. And now a Lion King... (laughs) I don't know if this is a sequel film or a prequel film, but he's in the Lion King universe. How do you feel about this?
2: I don't know. I'm really intrigued. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I don't really know.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. This is another one. I do love both of those movies, so it could go either way. And I think the last bit we have is um, a film called Wish, which... Is um then this one I thought strange, right? Before we wrap up, I'd like to get your read on this. This is the origin of the star that Disney characters are wishing on. Um in all the films. I think this sounds mad. Quick reaction.
2: I just think it sounds ridiculous, yeah. but I probably will watch it.
1: It's pointless and I'm gonna watch it absolutely.
2: <laughs> yeah. Okay, well that okay. was yeah, that was our D twenty three Disney extravaganza. Yeah. We're going to have ads and then we are going to play a song from See How They Run on Dublin South FM
0: 93.9 Dublin South FM It is great to be on Dublin South
2: 93.9 FM
3: Dublin South FM is proud to announce the launch of the Dublin South podcast studio located in the Dundrum town centre the Dublin South podcast studio provides creators and businesses the environment and expertise to produce high quality podcasts designed to help keep you engaged with your audience. We provide a full podcast production service including studio recording time, editing and all post-production requirements. To find out more, please visit our website at www.dublinsouthpodcaststudio.ie or contact us at 01 296 5027. That's 01 296 5027. Broadcasting to South Dublin on 93.9. <laughs> this
0: is Dublin South FM.
2: They Run, which was one of the films that we saw from The Cheap Seats. Oh, that was smooth. I like that. (laughs) So Ross, what did you think of See How They Run?
1: I really, really enjoyed this. So this is the debut film from Tom George. It is a murder mystery starring Sam Rockwell, Sir Sharon, and a whole host of um, of other good, really strong actors in the ensemble.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, This is a murder mystery that... Primarily centers around the performance of Agatha Christie's *The Mousetrap*, mm-hmm. and particularly about the kind of which I'm sure we'll get into in a minute. The ongoing debate about trying to turn that into a film, yeah. the like difficult production. So basically, the screenwriter who's been hired to make the film dies mysteriously. He's murdered. Director. The director. Yes, sorry. The screenwriter is one of the culprits. And possible victims, yeah. because people who are involved in this production are being bumped off, and only Sam Rockwell and Saoirse Ronan's Stoppard and Stalker,
2: Stoppard and Stalker, yes, can stop them. Oh.
1: Um, I really, really enjoyed this. I thought this was really fun. I thought this was like really light and charming and pacey. It's very, it's very meta. There's a lot of references yeah. to move the plots of Who Done It on screen and in the theatre. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, a lot of things that are brought up quite deliberately and referenced again. Yeah. But to me, they never overdo that. It never seems self-satisfied or smug in no. any way.
2: It's kind of the scream of donuts. Yeah, ex- exactly <laughs> that. And,
1: and I think it's really smart based around The Mousetrap, which yeah. is, you know, which is a play that has been running for, what, like 70 five years or something in London there's never been a week where you haven't been able
2: to see it yeah and it's never been spoiled and this no. film also doesn't spoil the mousetrap no it doesn't actually <laughs> It does a really meta thing where at the end of the mousetrap one of the characters says like now that you have seen our performance you are now um you are now a suspect or you are now a witness um, to the murder you are
1: now yeah witness I think
2: yeah know. but you're complicit you're complicit yeah. yeah so basically like you know what happened so you can't tell anybody and then that's also <sighs> how, how it... this film ends, which I thought was really clever yeah but it's so meta and it ties it all together there are really funny jokes in it that <laughs> that that come back that and other things I think wouldn't work, but the writing and the performances are so clever and so charming that they really pull it off it was a lot funnier than I kind of expected it to be.
1: Yeah, I have to say, I wasn't crazy about the look of this film from the trailer, but I was really pleasantly surprised by this. I thought this was punchy. I thought this was kind of twisty and mysterious and all the reveals were really well, well delivered. Yeah. There's a lot of moving pieces here, but I think because the film is so involved in the kind of, as as I say, the kind of process of of writing a mystery, of plotting mm-hmm. a mystery, it's very knowing. but. Yeah. Always very fun. It's a little bit Wes Anderson.
2: It is a bit Wes
1: Anderson, uh, yeah. No coincidence that Saoirse Ronan and Adrian Brody, who's also in this, were both in the Grand Budapest Hotel. Even the score has that kind of flavour to it. Yeah. Which I mean, look, Grand Budapest Hotel is one of my favourite films ever. That's <laughs> if you remind me of that, you're doing something right. I did actually hear something quite interesting today in an interview with Reese uh, Shearsmith. Yeah. Who's in this film? Who's very good in it. Um, and this is. A cool story about the mousetrap that I heard, which is because it's always been running. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a woman who was in it, and she started out when she was like a teenager, I think, as an understudy. Okay. And every night it's been performed in this theatre, she's been there, and she's never been on stage. And as she's aged, she's been like eligible to play other parts. She's been the other understudy for different parts.
2: Oh, my God. And
1: one night recently, well, I think recently enough, Her part came up, yeah, and she walked out. She she wasn't sure she could do it. She got nervous and left. I don't know. I don't know if that's that's like an old rumor around the mouse trap, but it's it's a good story. (laughs) I really hope it's true because that's really fun. But um, no, I really liked this movie. That was very good.
2: Yeah, I really enjoyed it too. It's very good, sort of fun just just an enjoyable light-hearted kind of thing that we we need i think
1: yeah the kind of big budget no not big budget but like mid-budget original fun movie that people go oh well you don't get a lot of those anymore yeah and it's here and i'd recommend you see it with an audience because there are some really fun moments that play to a crowd i think sam rockwell and saoirse ronan are great yeah uh she's amazing as always no surprise there He is quickly building up this catalogue of people that do not care. Yeah. And I love it. He's really (laughs) carving his niche deep. Yes. Uh, This was very good.
2: we Are going to rate it?
1: Will we, yeah. Will we use the onions from last week?
2: I was thinking we could incorporate something from the film and we could use notebooks. Okay. The notebook is very prominent in See How They Run. So how many notebooks out of... We'll we'll still stick with five, but how many Mm. notebooks out of five are you giving this? I would
1: go... So I would round this up to four notebooks. I'd probably yeah. give it three and a half. But if we're doing a strict out of five system, I'm rounding it up to four because I can do
2: half. We did half
1: last week. Yeah, three and a half to four notebooks. I thought this was a blast. Three point seven five.
2: Yeah,
3: yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought this. I'll go. Why not? I'll go three point seven five as well. <laughs> <Lovely>. <laughs> I thought this was great. It's really fun. The performances are great. It's very meta. Very enjoyable. Mm. You should go see it, especially in the cinema. I think.
1: Yeah, if another you know. who done it that's out at the minute is Buddies, Buddies, Buddies. Yep. Um, so this is the new. Well, this is the second film from Helena Rein, who is a Dutch actress now turned filmmaker. Um, I don't think her first film really got much of a release.
2: What was her first film? I actually don't know. I
1: think is it called Intruder, I believe. Okay. But I think it's getting released now in America on the back of this, which is a sort of horror-ish slasher comedy about a group of entitled 20-somethings. Yeah. For the most part, they're all very privileged, partying in this secluded mansion in a hurricane. And they decide to pass the time. They're going to play a game called Buddies, 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 where one of them is the killer. Yeah, they have to find out who did it. But now people actually start turning up dead, which isn't ideal. No. Um, so, what did you think of this? Because the trailer for this came out, and it was, I would say, quite different from the film we got. So, what was your take kind of going in?
2: Yeah, based off the trailer, like I was intrigued because I do kind of like these horror comedy kind of films. I genuinely was... I thought that the characters were going to annoy me a lot because normally I don't really like these kind of characters, but the fact that they were in a whodunit kind of slasher, I was mm. like, okay, well, if I'm watch, watching them getting killed, it probably it would be more fun. Yeah. <laughs> so That That's was quite kind of, satisfying, yeah. actually. Yeah. <laughs> so that was my th- thoughts going into it. Um, I enjoyed it a lot more than the trailer, actually, because mm. the trailer made it kind of seem like a different film. And um, again, kind of like See How They Run. It was a lot funnier than I expected it to be. I enjoyed it a lot more than I kind of thought. I did want to see it because it just, it looked really interesting and I was pleasantly surprised.
1: Yeah, I thought this was good. I, I quite enjoyed this overall. Mm-hmm. For me, I think this is kind of two things yeah. at the same time. And I like one of them a lot more than I like the other. So when it's this kind of like claustrophobic, all in one place, trapped by the storm kind of horror film, I enjoy that. I like the kind of tightness of it all. Mm -hmm. I like the kind of nobody really knows where they stand with each other. For me, it kind of falls flat a little bit when it tries to make a point, which it does quite a bit. It's trying to be a satire on like Gen Z entitlement and you know this this generation.
2: Yeah, there's I, also a lot of slagging about podcasts, which I got yeah, quite right, yeah.
1: <laughs> Although one character gives an impassioned mon- uh, monologue about you know the value of being a podcaster, which yeah. I I stood up and applauded. I her, saluted.
2: What was your podcast? <laughs> uh, hanging with your your smartest and funniest friend, or which something like that. Which is kind like. of
1: our format. We're your, we should be your smartest and funniest friends, I think. right? <laughs> yes. But um. But no, we're waiting to hear back from her about that. But um, <laughs> no, this, yeah. But for me, as you say, like the characters aren't very likable, which is fine. That's not something I necessarily need in a film. But yeah. all of its points seemed kind of a little bit shallow. I mean, you can't really invest in the characters. You can't really care about anything it's trying to say. Yeah. However, if you're just here to watch a bit of murder mystery thrilling, it's it's okay. It's It's decently fun. And it's a good cast to watch kind of Swap jabs, yeah. Stabs, maybe. <laughs> I'm not stabs. saying nothing, but, uh, <laughs> but no, I I don't think this is maybe as good as it could have been, yeah, or as good as sometimes it thinks it is,
2: yeah. But actually.
1: <laughs> it's fun. It is enjoyable, and like, see how they run. If you see it with a big crowd, you'll get those kind of shock moments. Yeah. I would say.
2: What is our rating system for this one?
1: Um, I am going to. Oh. I'm going. Okay, will we go? Buddies out of five. Oh, <laughs> I think I know. Where On the scale is going. of buddies, the buddies, 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 buddies. <laughs> I would give this much like the title three buddies. So buddies, buddies, buddies. <laughs> four buddies, buddies, buddies. Oh, How no. many buddies out of a possible five buddies? Knowing my rating is buddies, 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 <laughs> would you give to buddies, 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 Kelly? You're having way too much fun with this. Then <laughs> um, <laughs> this can't be edited. You can't stop me. You can't silence me. I'm free at last.
2: <laughs> I would I would have I would give it the same. I would give it three three out of five bodies. I would give I would also give bodies, bodies, bodies. Bodies, 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 out of bodies, 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 <laughs> bodies, bodies, bodies.
1: So that is buddies, buddies, bodies <laughs> from me, buddies, buddies, buddies from Kelly, <laughs> for buddies, 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 which, yeah, decent fun.
2: Yeah. And we would recommend it. We would. We have a bit of, we have a bit of time. If you want to quickly, you saw Crimes of the Future. I did. Can give us a quick review. I haven't seen uh, this. Little. S- ah.
1: So this is the new film, the kind of surprising return to film from David Cronenberg, legendary horror director of the likes of The Fly, The Brood, Scanners, Videodrome, known for these kind of very gory psychological body horrors. His last film was in 2014. No one was necessarily expecting a return mm. from him, but this played can, never comes out here, and it is the story of. It's kind of set in a future where people can manufacture organs, okay. They're like they're making all these excess organs. And we follow Vigo Mortensen and Leah Seydoux as mm. this pair of performance artists where she's grown all these organs in them and then cutting them out.
2: All right. This is a film that
1: I think has some really fun, nasty, like if you're into like, dark horror, it's got some really, really interesting visuals. It's got fantastic world building, good performances from the two actors I mentioned, and also from my MVP, Kristen Stewart, mm-hmm. who's wonderful in everything, but very good in this. Yeah. Um, For me, a little bit like Buddies, 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 it struggles a bit when it tries to have something to say.
2: Okay.
1: I don't really, it's not a movie I kind of came to the end of and knew what the point of all of it was, mm. but I enjoyed the journey. I'm okay with a bit of an anticlimactic end point, mm-hmm. because... The visuals here are so impressive. The world-building is really strange and the film is very good at making it all organic. Yeah. There's a very specific look to this film's world that's kind of fun to inhabit. Um there's a surprising amount to say about like the environment and microplastics and our consumption of them. Yeah. You know, and the fact that that commentary is actually quite sharp and quite good and kind of open enough that you can get your own reading from it. Though, again, if you want to watch this as just like a straight kind of sticky, icky horror experience, you'll get that as well. Uh, there's a guy covered in ears in this. Oh, lovely. So, and that's the tip of the iceberg. Uh, there's a lot of things that happen to this that I can't mention on radio. And it goes to some very dark places. <laughs> but, um, but no... Overall, I thought this was very good. Yeah. I'm very happy. We talked about 3,000 Years of Longing last week, which is the surprise return from George Miller. Mm -hmm. I'm really happy that these legends of filmmaking are still putting out movies like this and that you can see them in a cinema. Yeah. There's a lot of, like, people despairing about, oh, you know, superhero movies are going to get rid of all the good movies. I don't think that's ever been more wrong when you're seeing such interesting projects on this scale and on this, you know, on the big screen. I I really like this, and I'll you would hate this. A oh, lot yeah. of people would, I reckon. But if you like Cronenberg's other stuff, or if you like weird horror, this is really really good. I would give this. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna round up again. I'm gonna give this four ears,
2: <laughs> ears out okay. of five ears.
1: <laughs> and that guy has a lot more than five ears. <laughs> That's me being generous with the, with the ear count. But um, but no, I I think this is good, and yeah. you know. Viggo Martensons in it Howard Shore's doing the music kind of a Lord of the Rings film when you think about it
2: <laughs> if you if you wanted Lord of the Rings with lots of ears yeah um, <laughs> V.O. <Vito> Organson <laughs> As just cut. just to end yeah. off our, our little segment here I don't think we're going to be asked back no. next week no. after this I
1: I, th- I think we've tagged <laughs> it but it was fun while it lasted we talked about a lot of ears
2: <laughs> so that was what we saw from the cheap seats
0: yeah, I'm gonna have to jump in there. And, yeah. Uh... <laughs>
2: Uh, take yeah, over. Yeah.
0: You know, the, the, phone, the phone lines have been uh, completely rattling. Here. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm just, I've had, the BAI have been on and, you know, the just iron been air. Tires. Oh, the iron <laughs> air as well. <laughs> oh. oh God. God. I have to get the sound effect at some stage as well. That was a poor man's. Yeah. You know, you said there's like lots of ears. Was there any other stuff?
1: Um, was there, was there boobies? Yeah, well, there is something that happens with okay. with boobies. I can't, yeah. I don't want to give too much away no, about that, the great. films. That's fine, yeah. I
0: just might have to have a look when I go home. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Great. This is a watch it alone film for so many reasons. <laughs> Although I actually did go to the cinema with uh, with another person to see this. And yeah, it was, it was a fun
2: night.
0: It was an
1: interesting night, I will say.
0: Great. Okay. We both
1: enjoyed it though. We had a good night
0: out. Okay, so what we saw in Sheeps Slads? Lads, where can people find you?
2: So, you can find us wherever you get your podcasts. Um, and we're also on Twitter at WhatWeSawPod.
1: And we're also on Letterboxd. I want to give a shout out, which is a social media f- uh, social media site for film enthusiasts. Oh. Both of us have accounts on that. Yeah. Where we write and review little reviews that you won't see on the podcast. So, check that out.
0: Oh, I just might. Yeah.
1: Oh, I'd recommend you do. Letterboxd. It's a fun place.
0: Letterboxd, Letterboxd yeah. yeah. Okay, I haven't, dearly, I've never heard of that one. Uh, and is it just full of nerds? I mean, like, basically in- film, Sorry, people, it's people a people film are, nerd, yeah. People, yeah. people that are interested in movies. Yeah.
2: Film nerds. Yeah, it's fine. You can say film yeah. nerds. You've been calling us nerds a lot while we've been doing this. It's fine. But you get every
1: kind of film nerd, <laughs> so you'll always find people that have a kind of similar interests on there. Yeah. And uh, you don't see a lot outside of the people you follow, which immediately makes it better than a lot of social media.
0: Okay. All right. So, so we'll know where to find you when the revolution comes.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's all the film nerds are gonna band together and take <laughs> over the world.
0: Uh, highly unlikely. Yeah. Take okay. over
2: cinema maybe.
1: You know, yeah, it's right. always a, a cinema. Yeah. It's always when you <laughs> let your guard down. I'd I'd watch your back.
0: No. Viva uh, la Revolution. Uh, I think we'll I think we'll be okay in the real world. Yeah. I'd imagine so. <laughs> you know, I think it's you know. just so what's coming up? Any movies that we are are, are, are T V or anything that we need to be keeping an eye out for?
2: Um really is is that's probably the most recent one which should yeah. be coming out on Wednesday.
1: The only other big movie that's coming out on Friday, which we mentioned last week, is Don't Worry Darling, which oh, has yeah. generated a lot of drama of Venice. It's kind of getting middling reviews overall. Um but I'm I'm still interested in seeing it. it. Looks like a kind of a Stepford Wives suburban horror situation. Um so that's that's one of the big ones that I think people should be keeping an eye on whether it's bad or it's good or if it splits people it's going to be interesting either
0: way okay yeah. just go back to the important bit that that, that, that you just managed to gloss over there and or oh yeah. oh
2: yeah that was the um, the Star Wars series that uh-huh. I mentioned earlier yeah. when we were talking about D23 mm. this is Diego Luna is getting his own show. So this is going to be 24 episodes, like I mentioned before. But I think, like, it'd be interesting because it looks like a political spy thriller, which is the first kind of thing that I think Star Wars is really sort of leaning into in that sort of genre. Yeah. To be, it'd be really interesting to see. And they're also dropping three episodes. So they're doing, like, a lot of firsts with this. They're dropping three episodes on Wednesday, and then they're going to be releasing it weekly. So it's going to be 12 for this season and then 12 for the next season.
0: Okay. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it because uh, what was the last one? Films um, or no, TV? No, a series from Book Star Wars.
1: Of Boba F- oh no, Obi Wan. Obi Wan, yeah.
0: yeah. I enjoyed that. Uh, yeah, I'm saying it. Seen it either. No. I no. Oh, that's we're
2: dope. in the middle of doing. We're, we're actually starting. A, we're doing a lot of rewatches. I was telling you about yeah. our Lord of the Rings uh, re-watch, which mm. we haven't got around to the last one yet because it's, it's very
1: very long. Yeah,
2: but we're doing a Star Wars rewatch at the minute. So we literally just watched Episode Four on Saturday. So we have a lot of... <laughs> yeah, so
1: we probably will get to Obi-Wan.
2: Eventually, yeah.
1: I also re-watched, uh *Train Spotting* recently, and we watched Moulin oh, Rouge which is One, one yeah. of my favourites. Oh. Yeah. So I'm on a bit of a Ewan, so. McGregor, Ewan McGregor kick. McGregor.
0: <laughs> so I'll be reaching John, you know, it's Obi-Wan. funny when, you're, when you mentioned *Train Trainspotting. I think it was a Marabou Stork, Nightmares. It's one of his books. Right, yeah. Uh, I can't think of his name. It's the author? name. Welch. Welsh. Welch. Welsh. He's yeah. written oh, some fantastic God, stuff. yes. And there's another one about... Um, Oh, there's a is tape it? no, there's a tapeworm involved.
1: Oh, um it's not porno, is it?
0: No, it actually could be Marabou sports the nightmares because yes, like so the, you haven't read that the, one. Oh yeah. Well ha kind of like half the book is uh the, the character and then the other half of the book is the tapeworm. Yeah. And oh no, I've heard of this actually literally yeah. on okay. the same page.
1: Really? <laughs> yeah. I oh love it's that.
0: just yeah. Uh, you know, I think you'd want to be kind of maybe under soup. I think. Okay.
1: Presumably <laughs> right. that won't happen to Obi Wan, but you know, shout out to Ian McGregor.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the best. Look at that. Yeah. You'll <laughs> be fine. Yeah. No, I actually enjoyed Obi Wan. Yeah.
1: Uh,
0: I enjoyed it more than I did the Mandalorian. Oh right. really? Yeah. I just thought there was more quality to it. I thought there was more, uh, a bit more of a story to it. Okay. Uh, a bigger, bigger universe feeling to mm. it. Yeah. And because the thing that really. Annoyed me about the Mandalorian was just uh, you know the fight happened on a street.
1: I like that though, I, I like think, how it's, it's kind of divorced like from six
0: or seven yokes and you, like six or seven of them, and you're kind of going, Wait uh, a second, You're fighting for a whole planet here or think, control of a city, and it comes down to it, like
2: on the street, yeah. yeah I think that's you know, kind of
0: like the whole
1: Western vibe, though, right? Yeah, like it's the a space shirt, Western. I'll, yeah.
0: I, I get that, I love that. I yeah. just love the whole Spurs thing when the Mandalorian is walking along, yeah. And yeah. Whole, you know, I, I, I love that. It is just. Cowboys in space—that that's fine. Yeah. But I just thought it's a huge city, and uh, you know while they're killing each other, you know somebody else is taking over.
2: Yeah, I know. Yeah. But I season three looks like it kind of leans into more of like a bigger war going on with the Mandalorians, really kind of incorporating all that stuff, when Mandalore and all that. So I, from from what I've seen in the trailer, I think you might be happier. Hopefully with what comes out. It looks like there's going to be bigger battles anyway.
1: Did you watch The Book of Boba Fett? Yes. Um, What do you think? Cause I, Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought so too. I'm, I'm happy. Yeah. It's finally something we agree on. It's nothing
0: happens. A lot of poo. Yeah, yeah was, I would agree. It really didn't add anything. No.
2: No, it was incredibly yeah. disappointing, which is annoying because I really liked the characters in The Mandalorian. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought they were really interesting. And then when I heard they were doing that when they were focusing on Boba Fett and Fennec Shand, I was I was really excited because I liked them a lot. And then they just did nothing with them. It was very disappointing.
1: Yeah. It does kind of make you realise why they haven't done a Boba Fett solo yeah. shower film, which like people have been wanting for years, and then when we get it you realise He's more fairly, than a little bit boring.
0: He's fairly dull.
1: Yeah, there's not a lot going yeah, on, yeah. on with him. No, 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 no. He spends he his, the he whole shot, first episode on sleeping. He did
0: his one shot and that was it. He just, yeah. just hung up the helmet and just went, all right, go for a pint. Lad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's the show I'd like to see, them all hanging out. In between episodes of The Mandalorian. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Getting really drunk. So, lads, we've come to the end of the show tonight. It's been great having you. It's been uh, great again. being here. Um, we'll have a discussion later on to see whether you're going to come back next week or not. Uh, <laughs> if we're allowed so, to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. There's need to be uh, a say about um, The you know, Broadcasting Association of Ireland. um and just how much money it's going to cost. Perfect. But hey, you know, uh it it could be an awful lot worse.
2: Yeah. Where can people uh, find you,
0: Dara? No, where can people find you oh, well you can find Dana Dara at doability uh, all over the place. Um uh, we uh podcast this as well, it'll come out in our socials tomorrow morning on Facebook and Instagram. And if you want to drop us an email, you can get Danadara at DoAbility at gmail.com. Me personally, you'll find me at Nicholas Media.
1: And nice. I I right, shoot horses. Yeah. Don't you? Yeah.
0: I do, I shoot horses, <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to leave it at that. You can go and look my website maybe Wednesday, not tomorrow, because I still haven't finished it sorting it out. It's been redone at the moment, but anyway. Okay, till next week, guys. I'm going to play you out tonight with uh, Ooh Space with Kurtis Matthews and uh, the Ballad of Tom Jones.